Hello. Hi. It's Raquel. And this is Rochelle. And welcome to What, what the, the Hell, hell Rochelle. <laughs> um, so this is a podcast that we created um, between Raquel Slows and Rochelle Baroda. And we are both scholars in Mr. Bounds' AP Language and Composition class. And we are going to be discussing today the novel Sarah's Key by Tatiana de Rosnay. Um, she is a Franco-British writer, and she was raised in Paris and Boston, which explains why there are two notable locations in the story. Um, Rosnay is not Jewish, but she does make... And she makes a non-Jewish character to show, uh, to show that you can be non-Jewish but still have an interest and curiosity in Judaism and the history of the Holocaust. Yes. So Rosnay is actually ranked as a top French novelist. And she has many different novels and she wrote a non-fiction book and she is an all-around amazing French writer but her most famous work is Sarah's Key. So in Sarah's Key, Sarah is a protagonist and Julia follows her story while learning that she is connected to a lot of Sarah's life. Sarah was a young Jewish girl from France who was abruptly taken from her home during the Holocaust, but she left her brother behind in a cupboard locked with a key. When she was taken away, all she wanted to do was go home and retrieve her brother. Um, and Julia, on the other hand, is an American living in France as a journalist, and she is sent to learn about the Roundup um, at Belle de Hive. Julia researches Sarah's story thoroughly and makes many connections to Sarah's family, adopted family, people who have seen Sarah, and she has found Sarah's old home in Paris. This, coincidentally, is actually the home that she is planning to move into. Julia is faced with many obstacles while trying to write the story about Sarah, and she's intrigued by the life that was once lived by this girl. Yeah, and Julia, basically throughout the entire story, is just mm -hmm. going through Sarah's life and learning everything she can about it. Um, and Julia, like her time period, her story is told in 2002, yes. whereas Sarah's story is, starts in 1942 and goes until the 1970s. And this book actually came out, and it was published in 2007, um, but uh, Tatiana de Rosne started writing it well before that, around 2003-2004. So why did we both pick this novel? Um, well, fun facts about Rochelle and I, we've known each other since preschool, mm -hmm. because we both went to preschool at our synagogue, um, and we've been in Hebrew school our entire life together. Yes, so um, as young Jewish women, we um, naturally have a lot of interest in the Holocaust. Um, we have relatives who have been impacted by this tragedy, and although we know a lot about stories from Eastern Europe, um, where like most Ashkenazi Jews are from, um, we ourselves didn't know too much about specific stories of Western European um, events and so um, like in the story where nobody really knows except for like survivors about the Belle de Hive, um, we also before reading this book weren't really educated on it. Yeah exactly. I've always wanted to learn more about Jewish history and the Holocaust um, so this stuck out to me. 
Yes, for sure. Um, and I, I really liked this novel. I enjoyed reading it a lot. Um, it had a lot of different uh, concepts and twists and turns and everything, but something I didn't love about it was it was a little confusing in the beginning when it switched between, in chapters, it switched from Julia to Sarah and their storylines, and that was just confusing for me at first. Eventually everything came together, but that difference in chapters was a little bit hard to follow sometimes. I agree. Um, I absolutely loved reading this novel, but it was definitely a little bit hard to follow at first, um, a little bit choppy at times, but it definitely all came together in the end. Um, it kind of ends up, it's, it's like a puzzle in a way. Um, how it's there's a bunch of scattered pieces all over the floor and you don't really realize what you've made until the very end when you put the last piece in and you see that everything is connected. I agree it really came together and just like pulled itself together which was really good but throughout the story it's a little bit confusing to figure out. Mm -hmm. I actually found this novel so relevant to today's society um, like for example there's kind of a trend that of selective memory, I would say, like throughout all of society, where people don't really like hearing bad things about their country's history or like their ancestors. They don't like talking about some bad things that, like, a thing that they really love has done. Um, and so, when at the dinner table in this novel. Um, Julia is sitting with some guests, and nobody knows about this Beltehave Roundup other than one man. And nobody's heard of it. Um, some people have a little bit of a clue, but they think that it's been done by the Germans. And this one man, what's his name? Giuami? Yes. Giuami. It's a French name. It's a French name. He is the only man who knows that it's been done by French policemen and this just really shows that people don't like to talk about things that make them uncomfortable people don't like to talk about things that might incriminate their past incriminate the things that they're proud of and at first they didn't even believe that um, a French policeman could do any harm they thought they felt safer that it was French policemen taking them away because there was more hope whereas if it was if it were a German man then they would have immediately known their fate, um, and they felt safer because of this Frenchman, but then they still didn't accept the fact that this French policeman could also cause the same amount of harm as a German. Yeah, so that's kind of a parallel between Julia's story and Sarah's story. Like, for Julia's story, um, nobody really believes that, like, France, like, would have done something so horrible. Yeah. And for Sarah, too, like, she also didn't think that the policeman that she grew up around could do something so horrible. Yeah, and she felt really, like, she felt more safe. Yes, it's obviously scary being taken away by policemen, but she felt safer, especially she smiled at her neighborhood policeman, and she was like, oh my gosh, yay, I'm not so bad. But then when she got to uh, Buon La Rolande, she realized what was happening, and she still would see her neighborhood policeman and at first, he would just ignore her and try not to make eye contact, but then eventually he gave in and helped Rachel and Sarah 
it completely changed Sarah's fate. Yeah. So more on the topic of like selective memory, um, one thing that I found super interesting is how in the novel it's mentioned that um, the Holocaust is really only commemorated with small plaques around France, around Paris. Um, and there's actually one concentration camp that um, it's called what? Uh, la Rolande. Yes. Um, this was an old camp, and it was turned into currently a bus station and a daycare. Um, and it, it's just kind of disheartening to hear that people built right on top of where Jews were killed, and they were held as prisoners, even though they had done nothing wrong other than practicing their religion, and which isn't wrong. And all they were left was a little plaque to commemorate those prisoners while it's just like a it's a interesting feeling knowing that you're standing on top of where a bunch of innocent yeah, Jewish people had definitely. died. Mm -hmm. um, one quote that I'd like to mention from the novel is actually uh, it's spoken by Joshua who's Julia's boss um, in the newspaper in Paris and he is proposing to Julia the job of um, writing an article about the about the roundup and he says it'll be delicate work you know the French aren't fond of talking about Vicky Patain all that not something they're overly proud of and that's kind of goes along with how we live in the 21st century we should be talking about the war crimes committed um, by the by the Nazis by like even local governments like across Europe and yet, people aren't proud of it, they don't talk about it much, and eventually, you know, something can be repeated again if, if, if it's forgotten. Yeah, and if people aren't talking about it, then these neo-Nazis are saying, let's, like, let's do better, let's try again and actually win the war, and that's disgusting. And it's just saying that, like, people are trying to forget this, but what you need to do is tell each generation so they can pass it on and make sure that it doesn't happen again. And, for example, um, this may be a little bit of a spoiler, but Julia is introduced to William, who is Sarah's son, and William had no idea of Sarah's past and Sarah's struggles and how she came to America and everything that she went through. And that's just terrible because you need to tell every, you need to tell your children about the future, I mean, about past in your history so that in the future they can tell their children and get and keep on passing it down so that everyone is informed to ensure that this doesn't happen again. Yeah, definitely a lesson that um, can, can be taken from this novel is to seek discomfort. You know, um, seek those topics that make you feel uncomfortable. Um, even if you think that it'll make you upset, even if you think that it'll stain somehow um, some history that you're proud of. That doesn't mean that you can simply forget about these events that caused the death of millions of people. Um, being educated is like the, the most the most amazing form of wealth mm -hmm. and I agree. just knowing that you have this knowledge, just knowing that this history happened um, is incredible and it's preventative for the mm -hmm. future. Yeah, and um, 
you know, this book just left an impact on everybody who are... I personally recommend it to anyone who feels that they are strong enough to read it. It's a tough read because it can bring up so many emotions, but it's just something that I couldn't put it down. I read it very quickly and I loved it. Mm -hmm. And so I do recommend it to anyone who feels that they can get through this and anyone that is interested and that's kind of the target audience. Yeah. Like you can read the back of the book and read a little summary and then you're in and you just, mm -hmm. it's amazing. Yeah, I 100% recommend this novel. I think that the story is extremely touching, and it really shows the raw side of human emotions. Um, it, it has some gruesome parts, for sure. Um, it's a bit of a hard topic to read about, but it's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's an incredible book, a very quick read. It's very captivating. Yeah. Yeah. And this book taught me, um, it's not always good to see the best in people and um, and I say this because um in Julia's storyline Julia saw the best in her husband Bertrand. and um stayed with him even though he was always mean to her and treated her poorly and you know took advantage of mm -hmm. how, how of, of her staying with him yeah. and it also taught me more about the holocaust and it taught me more about the french side um cuz I've mostly been educated uh, in Hebrew school, we went to the same Hebrew school, like I said, we were mostly educated on yeah. the Eastern European side, and, um, and yeah, our relatives are both mm -hmm. from Eastern Europe or Russia, so, yeah. you know, learning about the French. It was super, it was definitely really beneficial to learn more about this side of the Holocaust. Like, like we said before, nobody had really spoken about the, this specific roundup and nobody really heard about it especially like even in our Hebrew school like we didn't really learn about this we don't learn about it in school um, and it's a super important part of history that yes that, extremely yeah, important is beneficial to remember and the book ended nicely although both of us felt pretty conflict like confused during the book it ended nicely and without giving any spoilers um, I just want to say the, the that conclusion was relatively, it was satisfying. Yeah, it was satisfying. Like, I wasn't exactly happy with it until the last chapter. Me <laughs> too, yeah, for sure. No, before the last chapter, everything was, it was still the puzzle that we couldn't really, we couldn't really decipher mm -hmm. what we were making, but that last chapter, that last puzzle piece, it really connected everything. Yeah. It's like doing a puzzle without having the base picture. It kind of exactly. We yes. didn't know what we were getting we, ourselves we into. Not what we were getting ourselves into. But, um, but then it yeah. resolved itself, and mm -hmm. we, you know, it. I liked it. Yeah. So kind of to make a conclusion, um, to kind of like restate what we've already said before, we both really like this novel. Yeah. Um, we definitely. I recommend it for I, sure. Yes, I definitely recommend it. Also, I think it's honestly really beneficial for everyone to read. Uh, beneficial in an education sense and also just in the, like a personal sense it made me I have it helped me learn more about my history Definitely. um yeah yeah thank you so much for listening thank you for listening to our spiel <laughs> um and I guess that's it for what the hell rock what shell. the hell rock shell yeah um who knows maybe we'll see each other again yeah maybe we'll maybe